Hi, Agatha. Our listeners have amazed me once again. We have had some pretty tough questions, and one originated actually from the Corn Belt. Those Midwesterners really like an EPA challenge. <laughs> well, well, Maxie, you seem to always have a country spin on things. Did you mean to say EAPG? Well, EAPG is probably what they were referring to since we are more focused on pharmacy revenue after all. Why don't you kick us off with that topic? Okay, well, let's talk about EAPG or the Enhanced Ambulatory Patient Grouping. It's among the models focused on transitioning fee-for-service to a value-based payment. Over 25% of the state Medicaid programs, in addition to several commercial payers, have adopted the EAPG outpatient prospective payment system. 3M developed the methodology to provide greater uniformity in payments across multiple diverse outpatient areas and designed to represent all patients, not just Medicare. This form of classification is more complex and includes clinical variables within the visit than the traditional APC or ambulatory payment classification system that is used by Medicare. Okay, so there are eight EAPG types that are assigned to each claim line to classify the services in a visit. The classification or logic is based on the presence of an APG or ambulatory procedure group, diagnosis codes, clinical signs and symptoms, and other ancillary tests. Okay, so are you ready? Here's the eight EAPG types. First, a significant procedure, therapies, or test. Second, ancillary services. Third, incidental procedures. Fourth, medical visit. Five, drugs. Six, durable medical equipment. Seven, a per deem type. Or eight, just an unsigned. Maxi. Well, that was a pretty high level of the classification scheme, but can you walk us through some of the payment methodologies? I will do my best, but it is pretty complicated. Once the EAPG is assigned, it will pass through grouper functions that may apply pricing types, including full payment, consolidation, packaging, discounting, or per diem to each individual line item. Consolidation occurs when two or more significant procedures or clinically similar procedures are billed and only one primary EAPG with the highest weight receives the full payment. Packaging occurs when ancillary services are used and considered to be part of the procedure and discounting is a payment receiving less than full payment. Each state Medicaid program or insurer that utilizes the EAPG methodology will develop the organization's base rate and may have some variances in how they determine what is consolidated, packaged, or discounted. Base rates may be determined based on cost to charge ratio or have other formulas based on regional variation. Final payment will then apply the following formula. You'll take the base rate, multiplied by the EAPG weight, multiply that by any policy adjusters like modifiers, and then apply the discount factors. 
that will get you your final payment for the line item. Base rates and relative EAPGs, EAPGs are typically published in the Medicaid portals. However, crosswalks to certain HCPCS codes to EAPGs are not publicly available and should be sourced through 3M. Lastly, our shout outs for today. Number one, billing revenue integrity team should take the time and training to understand the implications of billing. The application and acceptance of modifiers and other billing requirements not addressed in this article may vary from traditional Medicare guidelines. Secondly, goes to the revenue cycle and pharmacy teams should monitor payment from programs that utilize the EAPG methodology. High cost drugs entering the market may be at risk here. The market may not have built in, um, may not have the EAPG methodology accurate accurately resulting in revenue leakage. That's it for today. Our goal is simple. We're taking complex information and making it practical. Until our next episode, this is Maxie Fremel and Agatha Nolan providing you with tips for increasing your pharmacy revenue.